Hi, and welcome back to CEO Academy. My name is Olivia Milliner. And I'm Emma Bywater. This is a place for girls to learn from accomplished and inspiring women who are changing the world. Tune in weekly to hear from strong and empowered women who are leading the force for change. We are so excited to have you and we hope you enjoy. Welcome back to CEO Academy. Today we've had the honor to talk with Anne-Marie Barton. And Anne-Marie Barton is a a very accomplished interior designer. She is highly sought after and she runs her own business and she is an incredible role model and she is also an amazing mother and we are so excited to be talking with her today. So welcome and thank you for joining us. Gosh, I certainly am honored to be (laughs) on the list. I love that you contacted me and I love your mission statement which um, entails, you know, inspiring young girls to, mm-hmm. you know, find their way through motherhood and career and realize that they can have it all. So, yes. Well, um, why don't we start out by just if you would tell us a little bit about yourself and your professional background? That's very good questions. <laughs> you guys do a really nice job already. Oh. Um Let's see. Uh, I've had a business for 28 years. I now have a team of nine employees. Um, Most of them are designers. I wish I had more bookkeepers, but I only have one. Uh, We're in search of another wonderful designer. So we could use one more. So I started uh, when somebody... Let's see if I can go back a little bit further. Growing up, I have to actually start there. Um, I grew up with parents that built houses everywhere we moved, and we moved eight times. Oh, wow. So, all across the country? Yeah, from Atlanta to New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, just kind of all over the East Coast. So, our car was always filled with samples, as is mine. Okay. And my mother was not. Uh, trained in any way, or my father, but they had this kind of can-do spirit about them, and they just would always take a dare and do it, whatever. So I have the same, I realized that I learned from them a lot of like, sure, I can do that. So that came in handy when uh, my husband had said, sure, we could build a house maybe in five years when we first got married. So I counted every week and month till we could get out of our uh, 900 square foot concrete house, concrete block house, which had no stove. I mean, no, no oven and no dishwasher. So that's our first five years of marriage. And so I was really counting the days. So we looked for an architect and um, who I'm still working with today. um, And we looked for a builder, but we didn't want to afford a very fancy builder because we were young kids (laughs) And I was expecting my third child at that point. So we found a a contractor that would get a license for us, but he was retired and he would simply work as sort of a manager. So I had the need to figure it out. You know, Kent was working, I was mothering, but I did have the opportunity and the time to think about getting bids for everything, learning. I mean, by asking a ton of questions, I sort of self-taught myself enough to build the house we're sitting in today. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes I 
look around and I think, how did I know to do that? <laughs> you know, um, it's not fantastic, but it has served us well as a family home with five children and has always served as well as my office. And so somehow we've made it through and I would be, I'm just spoiled because I get to work out of my home. I'm afraid if I went to an office, it wouldn't be as warm. I don't think my clients would enjoy it as much when they come here. It it feels good. I feed them. Um, There's just an atmosphere of home. Mm -hmm. And since that's what I do, it really just kind of, yeah, boosts the idea of the kind of living that, that I hope to inspire in the homes I do. So having just built this house and being age 29 and having given birth to my third, somebody came by to see my cabinetry because they'd been recommended by the cabinetry people to see if they liked the cabinets. I was just to let them in, Mm -hmm. let them see the cabinets and think they liked it and go order them. But instead, the lady turned around and said, would you do my house? And I thought, what does that mean? What does it even really mean? And what in the heck do you charge? And I don't know. But of course, I turned around and said, of course, you know, because of that kind of remembering that can-do spirit of my parents. So I thought, sure, I learned a lot and I bet I can figure it out. And it sounded great to have something of my own Um, and that I could uh, ease into while having children. Originally, I had studied broadcast journalism. I wanted to do the news. I wanted to do the Today Show, actually. (laughs) That was my goal. And so I... You got to do that degree. Yes, I did. Yes. And I still wish I was doing that. (laughs) But I have had a certain amount of freedoms because I am not under the scrutiny of a boss. Mm -hmm. So it's been very nice to have my own schedule. I was able to do, uh, you know, field trips. I could go to girls camp. I could... Um, you know, go to the Halloween parade, whatever, um, because I was in charge of me. Mm-hmm. And in the end, um, having that flexibility allowed me not to have a nanny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do live next door to my in-laws, and they were fabulous grandparents. And so I would buoy all of these things in the air, hope the balls didn't fall. And somehow, I look back now, I literally could never do it again. I don't know how I did it. I proceeded to have two more children. (laughs) I don't know. That's Um, amazing. I remember after I had had my fourth child, I still felt like I wanted more. And I loved having children. And so I asked my oldest son at that time, he was nine. I said, honey, what do you think? Should I I have another? You know, because he's so cute. It was Chaz, my oldest. And he said, Mom, I don't think so. It's too hard. <laughs> and then it was right at that moment when he said that, that I decided I would. Like, I will be having one. Yes, because he thought it would be too hard. And I thought, nothing is too hard. That's so. amazing. And I thought work is not worth a, a child. You don't give up a child because you're going to work. That would be ridiculous. So if I wanted one and I felt that our family needed one, then I would not say no to that just because of my job. So that was a good decision because today is the 22nd birthday of my youngest child. Oh, really? So I told him this morning on on the message, I said, I am so glad we decided to have a fifth. So I would hate to grow old and think 
that I didn't do the thing I wanted most. Mm -hmm. And it was always children more. But as I had experienced, and you girls will experience, but better now, but a lot of people would come up to us as a couple and ask Kent what he did. And I found myself wanting a turn and wanting to have my identity. I didn't mind him having his fabulous, you know, whatever he's doing, but I thought, I know I have more to give. And I just felt so relieved when I had something that I could call my own. Now, I didn't know it would turn into this. And I'm really grateful that I've had the opportunities that I have had. Um, there's nothing I would really change. Nothing. Um, I just would have more employees. Because <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. work. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. Yeah. So you, you were self-taught pretty much. You didn't go yeah. to school for a I did not. But I you think... Not. Either way, it was great. Who would you recommend probably going to school in that? I, I'll tell you what. Interior design now, again, that was almost 30 years ago. You, There's no chance unless yeah. you've gone to school. Um, yeah. We now have CAD. We did not have that before. CAD is drawing on the computer. Oh, an interior designer has got to be able to do that. You, okay. And you learn that in school. school. There's a two-year program and a four-year program. My, my girls that have gone to four-year program, you can tell. Mm-hmm. because there is just more to it. The two-year program's pretty good, though. Yeah. And if you're not the school type, you know, and yeah. you have inclination and intuition, maybe you can do it with the mm-hmm. two-year. But you have to be the best at CAD. You have yeah. to be very, very good at CAD. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, the people I look for are people with really um, connective personalities uh, women that are organized and like to check off a list. I like, and I, I don't require that they have the best taste in the world because I know that I can help give yeah. them that guidance. What I can't do is make them into a fabulous yeah. person that people want to be around yeah. or somebody that's intuitive to kind of know mm-hmm. and learn what I love yeah. and to transmit that, you know. But so I'm not always looking for the best interior designer. I'm looking for the best person. You know, I like because like just watching my family build our house growing up over the years. I'm like, this is so cool. Designers.com. I'm like, this is an amazing job because you get to be creative, but it's still like you know, it's very solid. Yes. Yes. You you know the the thing. I'm sure you're not that interested in my career exactly, but I will say this for those that are listening. And by the way. it is a popular uh, major. Mm-hmm. I think it's very, um, uh, you know, sought after right now. It's one of those, and then the other one is nursing. I'm yeah. like, okay, they're so different. <laughs> they're so different. <laughs> um, don't ask me to be a nurse. Yeah. Um, but uh, I want to say that to be an interior designer, you have to be able to carry a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of liability. Um, we're involved in things that are heavy, heavy decisions, electrical. Yeah. Um, it's the build. We're, we're involved from day one and oftentimes get hired before the architect or the builder. Oh, okay. And so we'll be hired to be the overall, you know, like tell us who the best architect is that you want to work with. Who would you like for our builder? And then we end up creating this team and that team does it all. But the interior designer is the advocate for the client, the closest 
most emotional partner to the client is, is your interior designer. So it's a much bigger job than some people perceive. They, yeah. they envision color and throw pillows and fabrics, and we're like, oh my gosh, that happens, but it happens at yeah. the end. Yeah. So would you say how long is each project? Years? You'll two, be, two. Two years. years. Okay. Yeah. And do you do mostly residential? I really do. I've done quite a bit of commercial and hospitality, but it's just these days I can't, yeah. I can't say no to these fabulous mm-hmm. homes, yeah. and I'm probably the best fit mm-hmm. For those, I, you know, when I do my jobs, I offer, of course, a full regalia package of like building and specifying the house and then the furnishings and all of that. But I also offer something called gracious living. And everyone's like, what is gracious living? Well, it's those things that kind of make a house a home. It's more than the furniture. It's more than the lamp or the light fixture. It's the the cozy things. I can say the word accessories, and that sounds like Chotsky, but accessories are more than that. They're the pretty dishes, Mm -hmm. the pitcher you you know you you pour in the water, the way you know the the linens that you use, the towels. Um, I would even put drapes in Gracious Living. Gracious Living is the thing that makes your home different from the neighbor. You've got warmth, you have drippy texture, you are made to entertain and invite others into your home. That's this gracious living package. And I hope all my clients take that from, you know, I offer it some, very few, but some have said, oh no, because they don't want to afford it. Mm -hmm. But it's just this final touch that is really my touch. And it's really my desire for them to live that way. And that helps me deliver. I love that. I can definitely feel that in your home. That's so nice. Everything is just so, like, every detail. detail. Yeah. I like that you say it because, like, when I was little, I'd go to my friend's house. I'd be like, your house feels so warm and cozy. I'd say that to my mom. So when we built our house, I was like, just make sure it's that same way, you know? Because it's so important. Especially, think, growing up with my family, I want to be able to be home and, like, love it. And it's warm. So I just, yeah, so cool. You want people to relax and feel comfortable. And um, peace. Yes. You yes. Know, that's something that I seek. And we live such busy lives and you walk through the door. It just needs to feel that way. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, well, obviously you have such a strong attention to detail. I mean, even from like from our conversation, like how you bring your clients over and make them food and just like yeah. your gracious living. I So what would you say is one way that like young girls, I mean, not all of them are, well, probably none of them are designers, but like, yes. in, not yet, but in school and just in their own lives, how would you say is like, are like some ways they can have a stronger attention to detail? I like that. Um, that's a good question. I think living better, live, surrounding yourself with beauty allows for a, a, a better life. So to me, that starts with um, possibly your style. That starts with um, your handwriting. That starts with um, your notebook, how you organize. Um, it's, it has to do with the way you carry yourself. So as, as soon as you realize that those things matter on an everyday basis and that they deliver a message, you know, the way we talk, um, the way, just who, how we uh, carry ourselves is so 
um, important to start realizing other things around you that are beautiful and wanting to partake of those. I work for some clients that have really not been exposed to cool things and beautiful things, and they're very wealthy. So I'm always amazed that they haven't always seeked after those things. Mm -hmm. I have always looked for beauty. I've always cared about being creative and looking for something um, interesting and being curious. So I think with all the exposure you guys have to the internet and the millions of fabulous Instagrams that you can follow, I think it would be great advice to follow people that are um, curious and, and um, showing whether it's, you know, literally the coolest spoon they've ever found, or if it's um, a vintage uh, mirror that they saw, or if it's um, the coolest shoes. Mm -hmm. I think you're, you're looking for an upgrade on the vision you have to detail by paying attention to those kinds of people. Um, it would be so boring if we weren't seeking after these things. That's, that's sort of how I feel about it. Um, I love detail. I'm in the process of designing a lighting line. And with that, if I didn't think about details, if I wasn't always noticing like the nuts and bolts of how things are built and, um, you know, what things, uh, ratios, you know, big and small and blah, blah, blah. I would not be very good at designing lighting, but thank goodness I've been paying attention, you know, to these kinds of details. So I would say, wake up you young girls and (laughs) what your experience is now matters. And I would say seek after experiences that are very challenging and make you an interesting person um, and surround yourself with beauty uh, because that's how you're going to inspire those around you. I love that. So you've said that you've been paying attention to this detail forever and growing up, you always like notice the fabric and samples. So did you know from a young age you wanted to work when you're older and like have your own company? Is that kind of a desire of yours always or? It really was. Okay. I, I felt that, of course, as I said, number one would be children and a family um, and a beautiful, wonderful life that way. And number two would be to have a career. And I grew up in a time when uh, women were just sort of proving they could have one. Mm-hmm. And now we're in a space where it's expected and um, celebrated. Yeah, you know, love. We want to remain vital mm-hmm. and contributors And we want to raise children that feel like they can do it too. So by by being an example to my kids, I feel like I've been able to inspire my daughter, Tezza, to Mm -hmm. um, be an entrepreneur. She's doing good good. Um, and a hard worker. I mean, um, my kids saw me up all of the wrong hours. I mean, all night long, I'd, I'd read a child, a book, fall asleep, wake back up at 11. And then I'd have to go into my office and work a lot and often late. I'm known in my whole business world for 2 a.m. texts and emails. So sleep is overrated. <laughs> Let me mention that. Um, but I've been good with that. You know, it's it's been okay for me to realize that other things sometimes are more important um, but thank you for asking. I, I, I think it's, I've always felt that I had something I could give. Yeah. Yeah. 
I have a lot of women my age that have asked and mentioned, hey, I don't have anything. What do I do now? And I'll start back at like 45. That's when that question starts being asked because you've now had your children and you know who they are and you're happy and you know they're going the right places. And now you start thinking of yourself. It's a little late because you might not have the confidence because you've only been doing your family. You might not have the confidence to enter a new career. It's sometimes debilitating. And so then you end up sort of, you know, not really sure. And then you're probably not a big contributor because you're a little nervous. So I think it's better to have something that you're dabbling in or doing frequently. Maybe it's not full time, but there's something that is making you grow and be more interesting, not just to you, but to your children, you know. Oh They're God. looking at you. Yeah. You know. And with that said, do you think balancing work and the family life, you were able to do it both because given your flexibility of your schedule? Or? Yes, I do. I think most yeah. careers are difficult to do that with. So, but but again, with Etsy and a million other things about internet and uh, Zoom, we can do much more. You guys yeah. are going to have an easier time of doing a career and having children. I really do. You don't have to go to an office. Um, so you'd be looking for a flexible career, yeah. you know. Um, but again, I'll tell you this, your kids only remember the good. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> so I love they forgive you. you. You know, they don't remember that you were gone. Yeah. Some of my kids have said, Mom, you were always home. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> like, remember that they was remember home. the good. Yeah. So you don't need to feel the amount of guilt that mothers tend to do um, because in the end, they remember the good. I think as I'm getting older and stuff, I'm like totally realizing like being a mom is hard work and it's like probably one of the hardest, the hardest job you could ever do. Harder than interior design, say, right? I would say. But it's most rewarding. I just like look at my mom I'm like, that is amazing. You know, yeah. you only, you only remember the good. So that is success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other's fleeting. Yeah. But your children. I love that. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Oh, and your kids are so cool. You did an yeah. amazing job. You're an amazing mom. That's awesome. Well, you know, you you just love them. Yeah. And they're individuals and you realize that they're not just like you. Yeah. yeah. You want them to be. You think they're going to be. And being able to let go of that mm-hmm. and, and celebrate them as they are. It has been, you know, that's what you learn and and hope to to provide them. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a and now I get to be a grandmother. <laughs> I am so happy about it and I'm ready for it. I'm not sure I have as much energy as I need, <laughs> but I'm oh, going to try. Awesome. Yes. That's so exciting. Yes. So happy for you. Yeah. I'm ready. Yes. Um, so what are some like unique challenges? specific to your business that you've sort of in starting your own business that you've sort of had to overcome and navigate? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's such a good question. I love all of your questions. (laughs) Um, I didn't know how to bill a client. I didn't know what to charge a client. (laughs) I had to do my own taxes. Um, I didn't know what a wall mount faucet was. I wasn't sure what floor joists were. So, I mean, 
a million things about approaching owning my own business were intimidating. Um, and again, that's why I look for the kind of person to work with me that would be the type that could have done that, yeah. could have paved their own way. So I would say the, the best advice I have is to feel very comfortable asking questions and not acting like you know. Yeah. I don't mind when somebody asks me questions and I like telling them and feeling like I've got something to tell them, some yes. wisdom. So I think ask the questions and, and um, I suppose courage. You know, it took a lot of courage. So the obstacles are to be brave enough and bold enough to ask the questions and learn for yourself and not really depend on um, others. Yeah. You're going to have to gear up. Yeah. I think being curious is like the most important lesson I've learned because you won't learn anything without asking questions. Yeah. So... And you can't be scared of like sounding dumb or like. Oh, yeah, I love sounding dumb. Yeah, I mean, it's it's no one is perfect, and um, you just need to try. Yeah. You know? And set goals. You yeah. know, I was a goal seeker as a child. I'm sure you yeah. guys are, obviously, because you've started this. See, so you didn't just think of it; you thought of it and did it. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of grit that it will take to carry a career and a family. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. We just have probably one last question for you and kind of be what advice do you have for younger girls that want, that will have something, to, they want to have something to give and they want to do something amazing with their lives. So they're just a little bit unsure of kind where of like to go. Yes. So I'm always wondering, I'm like, I want to do so oh. many awesome things, but I just don't know where to start. Kind of. I, I do have a good answer to that. It would be job shadowing. Okay. I've had many girls call and say, can I just work with you for a couple of weeks? I put them in the car with me. They do every part of my job with me. Now, one said, I don't think I can do it. And she learned that. And I was glad she wasn't as passionate. She didn't think mm-hmm. she could work that hard. But most of them, it's it's very exciting because you see how it really works. Yeah. So I would say whether it's an anesthesiologist or if it's, um, I guess, I don't know what's another career. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say door-to-door okay. Vivint, but, you know, yeah, that, so whatever it is, go get near it and be the kind of person that asks if they could do it. I love when I get a phone call like that. And it'll be young girls. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't know what it's really like. And I'm, you know, I love job shadowing. So that's my that's greatest really advice. advice. Yeah. And okay. people will really tell you about it because yeah. they know you're curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they want to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. So you'll be prepared, you know. And yes. we'll get into. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I would say that. that was amazing. Thank you so much. You're we just welcome. learned so much. Yes. I wish I were doing what you guys were doing. Oh, that was I learned so much. That is yes. the coolest person probably on earth. So that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, thank you for taking the time to speak yeah. with us. We, we really appreciate it. One thing I want to leave you with yes. is I know that I know both of your mothers. <laughs> so it doesn't surprise me that you're here. Oh, thank you. That's, that's so very nice to you. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much. No, thank, thank you. you.